Thank you for listening in today on our podcast. Uh, the title of a sermon is this. We have already won the war, but we still have to fight. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, I want to read verse 3 and verse 5. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Now, it's extremely important for us to understand that though we do not yet have our glorified bodies and still live in tents of flesh, we are involved in a real spiritual battle. And the enemy's goal is our destruction. The devil does everything he can to undermine our faith and impede our progress in God's will by putting temptations in our paths that appeal to our fleshly desires. Yet, because the spirit of the the living God dwells within us, we can serve him wholeheartedly in faith and win this war through obedience to him. And then in verse 5, part of that verse I want to read, it says, Taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You see, Paul speaks of a great deal about training the mind to think in a way that honors God because the mind is a primary battlefield for spiritual warfare. Remember what you focus your mind on has lasting ramifications. This is because a thought reaps an action. An action reaps a habit. A habit reaps your character, and your character reaps your destiny. Therefore, we, we must reject anything does not, does not honor Christ in our thinking. Uh, Paul said over in, in, in Colossians, I mean, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 2. He said, set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on the earth. You see, your mind is working all the time, constantly processing information. And what you think about affects you more than you realize because you are you who you are today is the result of what you've been thinking all these past years. That's why believers are admonished to focus our thoughts on the things that honor the Lord because God's goal is to change us into the likeness of Christ and the transformation begins in our minds. I uh, read a story the other day uh, about a, a a mental hospital that many years ago devised a plan to see if a person could be released. They would turn on a faucet in the bathroom and let it flood into the floor, onto the floor. Then they handed the patient a mop and told him to mop up the water. If the patient had enough sense to turn off the faucet before mopping up the water, he was ready to be released. But if the patient started mopping while the water was flowing, they kept the patient for more treatment. And so 
what I'm trying to say here is as Christians, all of us face the world in which we live in. We're confronted with the need to do battle with the evil that dominates us or dominates the world. But like the patients in the mental hospital, until you realize where the source of that evil is, we will make no real contribution. To see less evil in the world means that we must conquer the evil that is pouring forth from our own heart. And so God wants us to understand uh, who and what our real enemy is. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, it says, Paul wrote, For we, for our struggle is not against flesh, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. In other words, we are fighting with everything that we have to hold on to what we have. But this is more than, than us having the power to hold on to God. The strength of our salvation is that he is also holding on to us, praise the Lord. He holds us while the enemy is trying to destroy us. We must recognize that many times there's more going on than we recognize with our senses. And while we're getting angry and upset over the conditions of our lives, we, we can't forget that if things are going to change, we are going to have to change. You see, you have to fight not just for yourself, but spiritual warfare involves praying the devil off your family, praying him away from your, your spouse, uh, taking authority over the devil on your on your job, uh, defeating the enemy takes trying who is trying to take your mind, and that's what's going on, and that's the only way we can defeat him is take authority over him. I know that if you're saved. And that your salvation is not enough to change the devil's mind about destroying you, because that's what he wants to do. So you'd better get ready for the fight of your life. The victory is already ours, but we still have to fight. So what are the weapons at our disposal? There's some weapons to fight with. First of all, we have the weapon of prayer. This should be our first line of defense. The reason why some people are so weak that they cannot handle a fight is because prayer is what strengthens us. And if we wait until the enemy shows us to start praying, you're already at a disadvantage. When the devil hears you call on the name of Jesus, the devil starts to tremble. Then there's another weapon besides prayer. 
the angels. I don't know if you've ever thought about this before, but thank God for the angels. There are times in your life when God's angels are fighting for you when you don't even know it. The angels of the Lord have gone to war on your behalf. So we can count on them. And finally, there's the power of the blood. And this is so important. This is one weapon that the enemy cannot stand. The blood represents, listen, represents the defeat of Satan and his demons. So don't allow the enemy to ruin you or anyone else that you know. You know your family is worth fighting for. Your health is worth fighting for. Your peace of mind is worth fighting for. Your family's souls are worth fighting for. And tell them that you prayed too long to see them just die and go to hell. The Bible says that we as Christians are to fight a good fight and we're to keep the faith. And that is what will get us through not only the, the war that we won, but the fight that we must put forth that God has called us to do to keep in close relationship with him and to know that we are the victors. We're the winners. So don't let him, don't let him beat you up. Fight back. Thank you for listening. God bless you.